Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, if you're wondering why there's so much talk about these, these, um, Forever chemicals. Let's say you're a woman in your 50s or 60s. The chance of you having high blood pressure is completely linked to forever chemicals. Now, it looks like most of us carry them in our body, but it does affect women differently. And some of it comes from shampoos or the clothes that you wear, the products you use. And a lot of it goes back to 3M. And 3M, of course, based in Minneapolis, has paid millions and multi-millions of dollars for their pollution issues and it's been happening in illinois as well michael hawthorne is an investigative reporter you've focused on this for quite a while this has to do with the plant in the quad cities right michael yeah it's about 15 miles upstream from the quad cities and my story that was out just yesterday the latest part of my investigation on these forever chemicals in illinois found that uh, 3M had been uh, releasing these chemicals, dumping them into the Mississippi River, releasing them into the air virtually unchecked since they began making forever chemicals at this particular plant in Cordova, Illinois, in 1975. And the Illinois EPA knew that wells on 3M's property and wells of uh, regular folks living outside the boundaries of 3M's property They knew back in 2008 that these chemicals had leached into water, drinking water, and uh, they essentially didn't do anything about it. And just now, just now, at least 3M tells me in October, they finally installed uh, upgraded water treatment to knock these PFAS out of the water that they're discharging, wastewater that they're discharging into the Mississippi. And does the EPA oversee this? I mean, how is it that they got away with it so long and now they say they're doing something about it, but, you know, I'm the person that goes, really? Can you prove it? Yeah, well, it, it took trial lawyers to really start crying out uh, once secret industry documents, basically what 3M knew and when it knew it and other uh, companies that manufactured or bought chemicals from 3M. And that's taken time. That didn't start until the early 2000s. Once again, so 2008, the dangers of these chemicals were pretty well understood by the EPA and also by independent scientists. So the question is, you know, why did nothing happen in Illinois when you mentioned, you know, this company's based in Minneapolis? They have a big manufacturing plant where they first pioneered these chemicals after World War II. The state of Minnesota got involved in the early 2000s, right after these one secret 3M documents started getting out, and they required them or pressured them to reduce the amount of these forever PFAS chemicals in what they were dumping into the Mississippi in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul. The same thing happened in Alabama. That's another plant where they make these chemicals in the northern part of Alabama. Lawsuits there prodded 3M to start reducing what they were discharging into the environment from that plant. But for some strange reason, in part because these chemicals are still not regulated by the federal government, 
nothing happened at this plant in Cordova, Illinois, upstream from the Quad Cities. And as I know my story, nearly 20 million people in the United States were, rely on the Mississippi for their drinking water. Drinking water, conventional drinking water treatment does not filter these chemicals out. And most of the people who get their water from the Mississippi live downstream from this particular plant. Michael Hawthorne is an investigative reporter. He's been covering this. And and I think it's hard to get people into it or intrigued or motivated because they can't see it. And they're really not sure what it does to them. But you've been focusing on this for a long while for the Chicago Tribune. Why is it important to you? Well, it's important because it doesn't have to be this way. As one scientist once put it to me, that this is essentially, these are essentially the inconvenient consequences of a convenient lifestyle. Um, you know, nonstick clo- um, pans, uh, rain resistant clothing, all these things that were promised to us after World War II and the dawn of what some people would call the chemical age, in some ways have made our lives easier. But the consequences of that were known by 3M and the other manufacturers in the late 1950s, in the 1960s. They, 3M, that these chemicals were in blood banks, samples from blood banks all around the United States, and yet they didn't do anything. And I think that's one thing that journalism still can do, and the Chicago Tribune still does, is hold powerful people, politicians, corporations accountable. And, you know, at least people can start to get this information, start making informed decisions, and perhaps tell their elected officials, hey, something needs to be done about this. Absolutely. 3M has settled with Alabama, with Minnesota, with so many states, and our attorney general currently has a lawsuit against them, correct? Correct, yes. That's now going through a bunch of, you know, legal machinations. 3M tried to get it uh, sent to another court. They tried to get it sent from state court to federal court. Kind of the usual uh, back and forth that happens in a lot of these big cases. So when and if there's a resolution to this lawsuit filed in March by Attorney General Kwame Raoul, we don't know. Uh, Interestingly enough, the bulk of that lawsuit is based largely on a lot of these once-secret 3M documents and uh, information that came out in a lawsuit filed by the former Minnesota Attorney General, Lori Swanson, back in 2010. And that resulted in an $850 million settlement in 2018 for clean water projects in Minnesota. So that's essentially what is being requested here in Illinois. 3M is fighting these lawsuits all over the country, and they're generally losing them. So it's just, it seems like probably a matter of time before this happens, but it's the proverbial horse has already left the barn. These chemicals are everywhere. They're at very high levels in drinking water, private and public drinking water, uh, downstream and around, even upstream from this plant because of air pollution. And, uh, you know, local communities don't have the money necessarily to do anything about this. So right. at least in the case of one small community near on the Iowa side of the Mississippi, 3M has to provide safe drinking water. And they're also offering uh, filters, in-home filters for people within a certain radius from the plant. The question is, how far will that be expanded in the future?
Michael Hawthorne is an investigative reporter for the Chicago Tribune. So one last question. Can we be tested to see if we have those forever chemicals in our body? Well, the, the, uh, a panel of, from the National Academy of Sciences, it's the, it's the uh, you know, top scientific advisory panel in the United States, they recommended that physicians should start testing people for these chemicals. And when there's a certain level of chemicals uh, of these PFAS forever chemicals in a patient's blood, then they should be monitored, you know, tracked for various health ailments, various diseases, kidney cancer, uh, testicular cancer, high blood pressure, uh, obesity. Uh, These chemicals, as one researcher once put it to me, they cause harm at multiple points in life. And that's very different from nearly any other toxic chemical that's out there today. Thank you so much for the work you do, Michael. Have a beautiful holiday season. Thanks. Have a great holiday yourself. Michael Hawthorne, Chicago Tribune.